Hey everybody, it's me, Maria, and this is Sisters with Sabres, the For Us, By Us podcast for Black women who love Star Wars. We recorded some really good content last week, so we ended up having to break it up into two sections because it was so much stuff, and I just couldn't justify like publishing a four-hour podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to do that to these fucking people. Um, so if you're interested, continue to listen. Uh, we're going to discuss the public crucifixion of one Justice Brown Jackson. And, th- and this is a beautiful segue into our next topic. Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? See? Look right. At that. Look and at I, that. And I, look ooh, at that. And I, ooh, come yep. on, Marsha. Maria, Marcia what's our next burn, topic? Bitch, we about to burn your eyebrows off. Okay? So, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I don't have time for this. Here's what I'm here to say. Um... The public crucifixion of Justice Brown Jackson, all right, has been going on for literal days, right, where they have made her out to be everything uh, from a racist to a a child pornographist or something. I don't know. Supporter of child pornography. Right. And I feel like I can't turn away, right? I feel like I have to go through this with her because... It's our fight, really. And I knew that this would be the longest and hardest trial ever because everything that we do is under so much scrutiny. And it it's just awful. It's awful to see, but I can't turn away. It's just the level of grilling that she has gotten, like even, like I have not been watching the hearing the way that y'all have because... I'm in an undisclosed location outside of the United States, but everything that I have seen has been absolutely disgraceful and buffoonish behavior. Amy Cooper Barrett did not have to go through this. Brent Kavanaugh, who is a literal rapist, did not have to go through this. That MF cried on the stand when they asked him about whether or not he raped people, and she has not done any the only thing that she is guilty of is just doing her job and doing it right but somehow even that we're 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 held accountable for right she did her job in all of those cases and somehow it's still our fault even though i know some white man told her to do that stuff right like that was her literal job right right exactly and that's what i was gonna say is that her sentencing her sentencing recommendation or whatever was pretty average for, for people who were like there, there was like, so in the sentencing, I'm not a legal person, but like, there's like a board that recommends and makes these sentences. And like, yes, there was like a set, like what she had recommended was shorter, but judges in general recommend around what she recommended. So what she didn't was what she did was not out of the ordinary or, or out, you know, not, um, deviated from the average. Like that's not, that's not what happened. And also, um, do we want to talk about how many U S senators have child pornography on their computers and fuck 16 year olds, but, um, no one and, and they don't get even grilled this much. I'm I'm just saying like, you really want to talk. I mean, Donald Trump has literal women coming out saying that he solicited, sex from them I, when ooh. they were teenagers and no one yeah, wants to talk about yeah. that wasn't he friends with jeffrey epstein yeah he was like best friends and fuck buddies with jeffrey epstein 
I mean, I don't know how true this stuff is, right? I wasn't there, but I mean, come on. And, and, and so that, that's what pisses. And you know, I really hope someone does. I'm not good with technology, but if any of our followers or any of our listeners are good or know a friend, someone should do some type of measurement and statistical analysis on the average response time that each Supreme Court nominee got to those questions, because I guarantee you that the time, the duration um, by which she was interrupted happened a lot faster than it did her counterparts. Like, I felt like they would ask her questions and then just fucking interrupt her. Like, she wasn't even allowed to answer them. I think that goes back to, like, what we were talking about earlier about the strong Black woman, where she was treated in such a way. Because I know Supreme Court nominees are usually grilled a lot. But, like, the racial overtones of the way she was grilled and the way she was treated and the microaggressions and the macroaggressions that just made this storm of just sat on top of her and she could not react in any way other than being absolutely calm. Because, she could like, not break down calm. like Brett Kavanaugh. She couldn't because they would tear her apart for that. And that's not they right. Said she wouldn't have, she was too unstable and too volatile to have the position. She was an angry black that. woman if she did that. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid the black woman feels emotions at her job. God forbid. Like if she would have cried like Brett Kavanaugh, oh my God. Yeah, at least. It would have been over. She wouldn't even have had a chance. With those fake ass crocodile tears. And talking about is your religious beliefs going to interfere with your ability to interpret the Constitution? Amy. Shut the fuck up. They. Yes. Amy Cooper is like a devout religious woman that believes that you should be able to call a black child a nigger and that you should deny people abortion because of her religion. So why are you asking a turn Miss Brown that when you just let Amy Cooper Barrett walk her little ass up there and then said she could be on the Supreme Court? Yep, she didn't even have to work for it. Mm-mm. They just said, oh, this is a huge deal. Like... They were very much trying to link her with the legacy of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which was absolutely horrific. Yeah, that was a reach. That was a re- historical reach. Yeah. It's just, to me, oh it God. was so, in, it's insulting on every level, but like to sit there and you want to have a conversation about the oh. Constitution. This, the Constitution wasn't written for either party sitting at this table. Let's be real. The Constitution was written for white folk by white folk and by white folk i mean white men land owning white men mm-hmm. so white men. i don't even want to get into that argument like if i would have asked her straight up and down so does that mean i'm not supposed to be here right because we amended that what what's your feelings about race like you know because she she want to take it to the floor let's take it to the floor but of course she can't do that right she has no other recourse but to thank these people for their stupid ass questions and then move on. Listen to this. Okay. We about to get into it. Stupid question. Number one comes from Senator Tom Cotton. Does the United States need more police or fewer police? This question is asinine because this woman is intelligent enough to adequately communicate without those kind of verbiages right so we can have a little bit more of a bigger debate than just that so this question should have been posed to like an eighth grader i just i'm so 
offended by the question and then where it's leading. It only has two options. So there's no way she can win in this scenario, right? It, it doesn't leave any type of um, outcome for complexity at all. And keep in mind, this is the same person who um, voted against Affordable Care Act, right? And um, he himself is obsessed with Guantanamo Bay, right? So he's written multiple articles about it and says there are too many empty beds in Guantanamo Bay. This person is obsessed with putting people into prison instead of rehabilitating and helping people, right? Our public servants are supposed to help people, not imprison people. There is a debate to be had about like how much of the prison system should be about rehabilitation and how much about uh, should it be about justice, but I feel like a lot of the people who are having these conversations in government are not smart enough to be having these conversations, which is why I would like to say that I wish I was born rich so I could just be as fucking dumb as I want and still get places. Like, Ted Cruz, stupid as fuck, went but to But why Harvard. is that man allowed to talk? <laughs> and also, like... The the amount of transphobia I just heard that our people, our elected officials, just spew carelessly. Oh my god. It's horrific. And then making her take a stand, put her on the spot to further their fucking political agendas with their base. Because that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. They're 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 using that as a platform for the midterm right. election. Yeah, so they can get and, reelected. And, like they don't actually and, give a fuck no. about this. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. And that's why they're making these dumbass statements that, don't, that seem very, yeah, it just seems very out of context, but oh my God. Oh my God. I, I just, this, it's like this country has gone backwards in a lot of ways. It does feel like we're going mm-hmm. backwards. I feel like this is like backlash to the Obama administration and we're in the back period of backlash. Like, cause even though like, you could say a lot of things about Obama. Like, that represented, like, a significant turning point in American history. And there are certain people who were not very interested in that level of change, which is why we got, like, birthers and tea partiers, uh, which led to Trump, which led to all of this shit. Yeah. And the fact that we had to, like, literally, we wanted, I want our country to go forward. And Biden just ran on the like campaign that he was not Trump. It's like vote for me. I'm and that not was Trump. good enough. When we could have had somebody that was good enough for the Democrats because they just did not want to either put their money, put their uh, put any support behind a woman, another woman that wasn't Hillary Clinton or a Jewish person. I know this is going to sound tinfoil hatty, but I just don't think the Democratic Party wanted like the face of their party to be a socialist Jewish man. Nope. They didn't. Which is why despite <laughs> Bernie having more popular support, especially with young people, everyone still went with Biden's fucking ass. But you know what? You know what it is? Like America is just gonna eat its fucking self up because at the end of the day, like there people are worried about, you know, competing in the world market. America's not not competing no like china and even some other countries they're 
they, I, I, I'm trying not to say too much because I can't really say a whole lot on the matter. Um, America really needs to get it the fuck together. Like, because what goods do we produce for the world market? I don't know. Yes, and also it's just, it's like, we're so divisive. We're so divisive that like in the event there is a war, there, there should be concern because I don't feel like a lot of people feel nationalism. Like, there's no, a lot of people are not proud to be from. No. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of, and that's another thing. Like your country does well too, based on the amount of nationalism as well. Like and how like, much pra- like how much patriotism and how much pride yeah. we feel. Cause like Biden is trying to like say that we need to come together and fight Russia. And the general consensus is bitch. What you mean, we? We? (laughs) We. Right. I don't speak French. Insert Philip Banks here. This is America. The royal we? As in you? Because I'm not doing it. Right. No one wants to. Yeah. And rightfully so. Because everybody knows that y'all are the same. (laughs) Pretty well. Instead of our senators, and this is what I'm gonna say is like instead of our senate or our congressmen being worried about changing the law so that everyone has free health care, free good health, like decent health care, mm-hmm. or that um you know like there's standards um like there isn't health care costs that are putting people into bankruptcies and disabling their own fucking people. Like until our congressmen can do that, instead of fucking fighting about literally fighting each other about letting trans people use a fucking bathroom like are you kidding me on a global stage people should be laughing at us like people it's just, are laughing at us it's yeah so like petty. it's just it's, it's a so fucking stupid and petty i phoned a friend to discuss our next topic because i know when i'm not in my lane and i know how to stay in my lane but i also know when it's appropriate to give other people a voice and a platform so we've been talking about justice brown jackson and the uh, 125 different types of hell she's been put through um, during her hearing. And uh, one of the comments that was made uh, by one Marsha Blackburn, the Paula Dean of uh, the Republican Party, uh, she had some leading, leading questions about gender, right? Which isn't a Supreme Court justice's job by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to have two of my dearest friends weigh in on this uh, conversation. Go ahead and introduce yourselves and just go for it. Okay. Well, this is Ben. I'm popping up here. And kind of like Maria said, uh, sometimes you know when you're in your lane and when you're not. And as a non-binary person, I kind of have a tendency to walk through traffic is how I go through life. So I was like, quick, we have to crawl in a real trans person. So we got Des on the phone <laughs> and said, please come save us. Speaking of people who play in traffic, exactly. <laughs> Hi, I'm Des from Sissy Minutes. We need a spinoff oh, show. It's no, a Sistas and Sifty Minutes called Sisty Minutes crossover. We do. We need it. But here's the thing is I would feel like an absolute retard sitting next to Andre. So that's why I don't. Like, I purposely oh, don't MVP. interact <laughs> because I don't want to be taken to school. <laughs> Like I just I know it's not gonna go well for me. The boy's got some smarts to him. Good 
God. I mean, I'm just like, oh, I love you so, Andres. But yes, welcome to my every week. I go, man, I feel dumb. We love you, but you are wildly intimidating and you should stop immediately. Right. Go smoke a joint and calm down. (laughs) But he does. That's the problem. How do you get to be high and smarter than me? It's not fair. (laughs) Right? I thought I was supposed to dumb you down. Jesus. Where did he start? No. Like, like, I'm trying to figure out how to get the doorknob to work correctly. Meanwhile, he's like, I don't know if I remember the correct tense in German that I'm supposed to use right now, guys. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, exactly. Oh, I, I look forward to the day where I can finally meet him face to face. I really do. Is he going uh, to celebration? Maybe I'll no, see him. I don't think he is. I don't think um, he is. I, he hasn't said that he is, so. Sucks. We will figure it out at some point. We'll get everybody in our own little personal meet and greet. Oh my god, I hope so. Just unleash all of queer Star Wars Twitter on yes. some poor unsuspecting city. Yes. <laughs> we should start yes. our own convention. Just like a mm-hmm. queer Star Wars convention. There you go. I'll show up. That'd be fun. I, I don't know. I'll bring the greens it, but... and we will get it going. Oh, <laughs> yes. I can do macaroni and cheese. That's my one thing that I can be proud of is i can do a macaroni and cheese that it, it won't necessarily get me invited to a cookout but i'll get the like you get a plate as you drive by and that's all i really have to look forward to in life. queer star wars convention and potluck oh that's yes. fantastic yes. it writes itself right Mm-hmm. Anyways, God, this is how this is what happens when me and Maria talk. This is what happens when me and Des talk. You get all three of us together, and forty-five minutes later, we'll still be off on something. Um, What's the topic? The topic. So let's go. Oh, Marsha Blackbird. So I guess at some point the dog whistle breaks, and then you just stand on the porch and scream "dog." And I guess that's what the Republicans have moved on to doing because at this point they try to hedge judge jackson up into a corner for some reason and ask her if she could define a woman and god bless her because she came back with i'm not a biologist nor is that my job and this poor woman with her fucking tresemme stained hair sat there in that seat and then just had a full hissy going on about quote-unquote biological men competing in biological women's sports you know whatever the flavor of the week is with transphobia uh and then later for Senator Cruz to turn around and say, I just think it's fascinating that you're the first person to ever interview for this job who can't define a woman. And you're thinking, like, pull the books. Who was the last person who was asked what a woman was right. during this whole process? Exactly. Like, show me on the doll. Like, I'm confused. Show me on the I'm doll confused. where the woman touched you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be a quick one because he doesn't have anything to point to. <laughs> just throw the doll. <laughs> but. Yeah, I just I just don't have anything for her other than Anita Bryant needs to happen again. <laughs> I mean, just it's this whole lately just being dumbed down. Mm-hmm. That COVID's more complex than just uh, you know like oh someone changed their mind. Of course, because science you know evolves and you learn and you study and you grow. And they're putting something back, and you know, even Judge Jackson, bless her soul, with her answer. I mean, it's more than biology, and she, mm-hmm. you know, she's she restarted it down the right path. You know, I'm not a biologist. You know, I uh, this answer's too far, you know, complex to answer. But you know, now even these jackasses are saying, "Oh, how could she interpret the Constitution when she can't even define what a woman is?" And I'm just like, "Oh, fuck!" 
I mean, for one thing, it'll be easy. There's not a lot of women in the Constitution in the first place, so. Exactly. What's a woman, according to a constitutionalist? Property. I was trying to do lately anyway with this whole lawsuit business over abortion. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're just some commodity these days. But no, I mean, it's just this, this, you know, this, we're not the audience to all of this. We realize that. And the Mm -hmm. problem is, is that, you know, this, they're finding a way to push things more in the shocking direction till it then becomes very commonplace. But this push on gender has been scary because look what the Trump administration was doing. You know, they tried to rewrite section um, 1553, I believe it is, of the, um, it's the one act, it's the one section of the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. that says you can't deny care based on gender or things like that. And the Trump administration, had, uh, there was initially a lawsuit against it and it went back and forth. But then the Trump administration was slowly trying to do, they're narrowing the definition of what a man is and what a woman is to the point where there is no room for science at all. Mm-hmm. And yet someone like Judge Jackson gets railroaded by this. It's just because you're not going to say, you know, just, I, mean, I don't think like most they... women can, can tell you what a woman is. I mean. I mean, like, how would, how would they define it would be the question that I wish you could ask questions back. I'd be like, I'm I'm just curious. Well, you know what they're going to say. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what they'll say is they'll be like, well, it's a person who's assigned female at birth. And you're like, cool, great. Uh, Could you explain intersex people? And they're like, well, no, because some doctors have a way of figuring that out. It has to do with chromosomes. Great. Would love for you to explain chromosomes to me. Like, do you know what an XXY chromosome is and that that happens sometimes? Or have you ever heard of an XX male and an XY female and an XY female who gives birth to a female who's XY, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's no room for, for science or logic with it because all it is, is it's we're offending them by not following the rules. And like, I don't want to speak for Des, but like we both grew up in evangelical Christianity, right? So we know how the mindset of like, tell me left or right, left or right, left or right. I know nuance. Is it black or white? Is it right or wrong? Tell me exactly what to do. Because in that religion, like frankly, and I'm not trying to make it about religion, but we'll probably get there. Uh, is there's no room for critical thinking because you start to unravel stuff. So that is bred out of you aggressively to the point of where you can't just interact with real world things when it doesn't make sense to you. So you have no room for new information for some reason. And it's like, they're going to start with trans people because I think trans people are the easiest to go after right now because not as many people feel like they know a trans person. Like at this point, you can't just outright go after gays because everybody has a gay cousin and we've kind of got over that for right now. Like they will get to it eventually. They won't start with the easy target and the easy target is next. uh (laughs) Well, they're hedging. They're hedging that already. They're hedging that already. They're starting with this whole grooming. Uh-huh. Yeah, which is pages that has come from this whole pedophilia, you know, bullshit. But there's this, there it's it's hedging. They're starting. It, it's it's this is the next wave of it, and yep. it's it's, uh, it, it's the whole. Know, and like it's, oh no, go please. Rise <laughs> of this anti-intellectualism. All right, it's don't question, don't mm-hmm. doubt. There is this, there is no growth. We will tell you, you know, it's like, we will define culture for you. It's a sandbox. We are making the sandbox. We're telling you to play in the sandbox. Uh, there is nothing outside of the sandbox. They're erasing all of that existence of everything that is outside of their sandbox, which is 
us. We don't look like them. We don't dress like them. We don't think like them. We don't believe like them. So therefore, you're either in the world, you know, it's, it's that whole, it's the, again, it's the strict binary. You know, you either are for him or against him. Okay, well, thanks. You know, you're really just making this easy. You know, it's like, and then let's put some more mental trauma in on this as well. And it's just, it's, you know, it's the whole, you know, Phyllis Shafley and the attack on the um, Equal Rights Amendment. Okay, you've got these women, you've got these people who are now, these people in evangelical Christianity who are attacking wokeness Mm -hmm. and all of this and all of this, whatever. And they're trying to bring it back to, you know, you watch birth controls under attack now. We've never heard of that in our lifetimes. You had the Hobby Lobby bullshit, and that's kind mm-hmm. of the beginning of it. But it's going to go back further because where did a lot of this happen when the ability for women to walk out of marriages on their own? Because divorce was absolutely impossible up until a certain point in time. But then when the laws changed that divorce was a little easier, this is when women had more of a voice and could start leaving abusive relationships, further proving that they were not a piece of property. Mm-hmm. So this is all, all coming back to all coming back the attack on reproductive health, product on sexual liberties, you know, the, the attack on gender identity, all of this, all related. And, you know, then <laughs> it all comes back to the church. It oh, yeah. always does. Take the church out of this equation, and where would we be in this hatred? There maybe would there be some, but people would be more inclined to want to be open and want to learn. Mm-hmm. But that anti-intellectualism leaves all this ignorance. And then when you stoke that ignorance with fear, what are you left with? You're left with hate. You're left with someone in Mississippi just yesterday or just today said that people who support trans people should be lined up by ex-firing squad. You know, you've got people who said that we should be dead. You know, it's, you've got so many people, uh, trans people of color each year being brutally murdered. But, you know, that's okay because... You know, we're not allowed to have our existence in libraries anymore. You know, mm-hmm. we're not allowed to in Oklahoma. You know, they're going to make it almost, you know, a, a criminal act to go into, you know, to, to um, you know, in Texas, the child abuse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this whole thing with Judge Jackson, you know, even Putin is now talking about this gender stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Putin's been making cracks about it. You know, J.K. Joanne, oh. mm. fuck you. Um, and... And this coordinated attack. And it's, I mean, Judge Jackson just, I mean, she's just another person just caught in the crosshairs. I mean, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. This, but how is this misrepresentation allowed to continue? Mm-hmm. You know, where, no, where is the, where is there scientific proof to say, oh, all these surgeries are done on kids? Oh, where's all this? They have no proof. But yet, why are we, st- why is this misrepresentation still happening and even worse today than it probably has been ever? It doesn't make sense. It's the tried and true, really disgusting tactic of deciding whether or not people are people, but making sure that they're not allowed to be in the room to have that discussion with you. Exactly. Because I feel like if they had to sit across the table from somebody and look us directly in the face and be like, well, actually, you shouldn't be allowed to go to the bathroom. Something very stupid like that. Uh, They'd still do it, especially if there's a camera on them. But for a split second, they'd have to at least think, because that's a human being who's sitting in front of you. The same way who I I could sit here and say that I think that Marsha Blackburn should have a pie smashed into her face on public television. I do believe that. If she's sitting right in front of me, 
maybe I would tell that to her, but maybe I would mind my manners a little bit because that's a person sitting right in front of me and just your basic humanity kicks in, I hope. Uh, and so they, you go with people who has the least representation and then just slowly work your way up because at the end of the day, like Des was saying, all they want is to go back to this fictional nostalgia that never existed. It's this idea of an America that none of them lived in because it never actually happened. Uh, these are people who came up in like the, the 60s and the 70s during the sexual revolution, but they have this weird idealized of this late 1940s, early 1950s. Everybody was middle class and like you could have a house with a garage and 2.3 kids and a picket fence and a dog named Shep. Um, right. And then anybody who gets in the way of that has to go away. But, you know, welcome to late stage capitalism. Like me out here wearing a shoe that's way too high for me and not blending my makeup correctly is not necessarily keeping you from being able to afford rent. Like Those are two separate things. And it has nothing to do with society coming apart because of me. It just happens to be that society is coming apart and we're just all here together. And we're wasting precious energy instead of helping each other with fighting over stupid fucking things like who's allowed to participate in sports or who can go to a bathroom or like who who gets to say what on their their yearbook. Just like really stupid, petty, hateful, nasty things. And then all the way up to straight up calling parents child abusers and then investigating them as such, which is repugnant and disgusting. It's traumatic. Uh, it's, it's horrible. Absolutely just fucking unconscionable. But like, what do you expect after we sat and then watched, you know, kids in cages for four or five? I mean, they're still there. So let's talk about that. But uh, it's once we get desensitized to it, then everything's fine. Like, yeah, take kids away from their parents because their doctor calls them they, them, or refers to them by their name instead of their dead name. Like, the, the, nothing crazy is going on here. Most doctors, and there's we, all this is information, right? Oh. But they they don't want other people to know how these things actually work. They play this idea of like we're mutilating children, and you're like, I would love for you to point out any place where you can get any kind of body modifications under the age of 18 in the United States. Like it is tricky enough to go find something at 45. Like no one is lining up to give a 12 year old a mastectomy, you know. I mean, out of out of there are rare occasions, mm -hmm. rare where there is some gender affirming surgery before eighteen, but it is so so rare. And that you think a parent would really, you know, it's just like, you know, it was, just, you know, these some of these parents. I mean, I know like um, Kai Shipley's um, mom, mm -hmm. um, and then. Um, uh, Debbie Jackson, um, she's another one. These are people who grew, grew up in the church. And, I mean, they were, like, scared at first. Or the um, the, the, the parents um, of Nicole, um, she ended up going on the Super Supergirl, um, the Mains, Nicole Mains, mm -hmm. um, her parents. And I read that book called Becoming Nicole. You know, what these parents had to go through, you know, they're, they're, they're wading through of water they've they're they're totally unfamiliar with and not only they're tr trying to figure this out they're trying to keep their kid afloat and what type of neglect and abuse is that when a parent loves their child so much that they go against everything they were taught everything mm -hmm. that was pushed against them you know 
everything that all what you knew. I mean, I know the course, um, the course with um, Wayne Maines. I believe that was the Nicole's dad's name. Just it was so hard for him, and he didn't know what to do. And but yet, your love for your child, you know, just you love your child so much, you want them to be happy. And no, no parent would, in any way, shape, or form, you know just do anything like this to harm their children. Right. It's not like they're starving them or not giving them medical attention because their sky friend told them not to. Hello. You know, you want to fucking, you want to go look at abuse? Go look at, go look at most evangelical homes. Okay. Go, go, go to Fundy, fucking Fundyville. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you go through some of these homes and you see how, how some of these kids are beat or, or they're put in their place are not allowed. You know, just like, Oh, I lived through that with my first child for a while. This black and white, everything had to be, you know, there was a while that I, I despised Disney because I thought they were, you know, evil. And I forbid my oldest from even playing with anything Disney. Like, what type of an asshole was I? But yet, you want to go look for abuse? I'm sorry. You will not. That's the, the church is projecting. That's what mm-hmm. this is. These people are projecting. Okay. Where's the Larry David or whatever the guy's name was, the, the, the politician who was tapping underneath the bathroom doors? Okay. Look at Jerry Falwell Jr. This is Hello? all projection. All this talk of pedophilia. You know what? Local days, what was the number one source, the number one location for pedophilia? The church. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yet, we don't. We don't have. I mean, I, I lost mine in a smelting accident, but we don't have the balls to be able to turn the spotlight back on the church. These, these are the groups that are funding and pushing these, this, this legislation. You know, $750,000 all of a sudden appeared in the campaign coffers of um, Hot Wheels Abbott there. And next thing you know, then came the, I'm going to press, you know, um, under indictment, Ken Paxton, who should be in prison. Oh, I'm going to start telling people to investigate right before the primary. Mm-hmm. Come on now. But does that money came from evangelical backed groups? Yep. It's always yeah. a good spokescreen. And also, don't forget and, that Greg Abbott is under investigation by the federal government for misplacement of campaign funds and all kinds of bribery. Right. And like the man is already trying to mm-hmm. like Look over there. There's something shiny. Look at them scary yeah. kids. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but how about the millions of dollars that you're shuffling around here? Like, no, 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 no. These parents are, uh, they're, they love their kids too much. That's, that's a problem. We need to make that stop real quick. But the brutal thing is what Texas is doing is like, you can't, you're, you can't even now go to the state capitol and testify on behalf of your children mm-hmm. because people are now going to spot you and identify you and report you. I mean, you've literally now driven trans children and their families underground because of this. I mean, anybody who spots you. I mean, it's it's like this is almost just like you know, this is just like that of the abortion law, pretty much. I mean, it's it's you know, we're, you know, break out the brown shirts and let let's have a party. I mean, this is this is what fascism's all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just this is this is, this is how it starts is with othering and then with certain literature with science being a problem with this anti like you said this anti-intellectual boom that's been so heavy that's since it. like the reagan era 
of this idea of like, don't trust these people. They went to Harvard. They're doctors and scientists, but they're not smart like you and me because we have common sense and they have PhDs. Uh, like you just push that narrative into the point of where people are standing on the sidelines saying, look, literally none of this can be backed by science. Uh, I mean, like, look at the pandemic. We couldn't get our shit together in two years because people were like, no, nah, I'm actually smarter than a doctor. I know for a fact that I'm going to breathe in my carbon dioxide if I wear this piece of fabric over my face. And I'm not going to allow my children to do that because a mommy group on Facebook told me so. Like, it's it's insane. That's it. That's big facts right there. I think um, people equate like religious awareness with intelligence and it's Mm -hmm. not the same thing, right? You can have a deity and that's great. The problem is when you try to force it on other people or use it as, um, I don't know, a compass for making all of your decisions, you know, it's like it, it can be a source of strength, but it should be like not weaponized and i mm-hmm. feel like that's what's happening is we're we're weaponizing a book that was written by men uh and may or may not even be true you know so it's it's like what are we talking about and it's it's ironically Mommy, uh, yes ma'am you be the boy and now be this girl oh that's just great <laughs> because i love being written so anyway <laughs> um what's really ironic about this is these white women are part of it like they want to revert back to the 50s but they want to retain the pantsuit and and you can't have your cake and eat it too karen i'm here to tell you because that's what you don't know is at the end of the fucking clone war they're gonna kill you too yep that's what you don't know that's the end game like that's what's gonna happen you're gonna think you're gonna think you count dooku in this shit but you ain't Count Dooku. You're not. I just, you know, I just, this is not ending. I mean, there's at least almost 300 anti-trans pieces of legislation that have that have started to come across this country. Yep. And yet, you know, it just, it feels like this is just snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and snowballing, you know, because this is all a result of, of gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. You know, these, these legislatures are able to do this now because they've now got to push the judges. They've got judges planted all over the place now that they need. So now they've got now they've got that taken care of. Now they can come back to the state houses. They can push whatever, because guess what? Anybody who goes to, you know, we know what's going to happen in Texas. They just sent the appeal to the Texas Supreme Court. And then <laughs> we all know what's going to happen. They're yep. going to uphold it. What the fuck's going to happen when they uphold it? You're going to you're going to wait until the legislature comes back next year in Texas and they're definitely going to pass it and put it into law then. What do you do at that point? Yep. And yet I mean, apparently yet what you do is you try to hold up a confirmation hearing for a justice who in the Supreme Court who probably wouldn't uphold that when it goes to the top of the chain. That's right. And you hold black women accountable for everything that has ever been done in life. Ever. Did you ever see a brown person do something that you were curious about or made you feel uncomfy, little white person? Well, please, by all means, ask her because she she is responsible, as they all know each other uh, and they, they commune. Uh, she can answer why the baby book is written. She can tell Karen you. Karen communicate. Th- yeah, she, she can do everything. She knows everything. 
Meanwhile, if you look up at Amy Conan Barrett's confirmation hearing, she couldn't name all of the constitutional freedoms, and they all just kind of giggled, and they're like, yeah, we did put you on the spot, silly lady. We've Poor been Tom asked- Cotton. Tom Hello? Cotton to Kavanaugh, I'm just going to ask you only one question, and that's if you get confirmed, are you going to smoke a cigar just like Justice Scalia? Mm-hmm. That's what you really want to know, the mind of someone who's going to sit on, on a court for the rest of his life? Until he goes to some fun fun hunting trip or some shady location where he popped up dead, that was weird enough. But still, but yet, uh, just what this just all of a sudden this this you know Judge Jackson is the most one of the most qualified people to probably ever sit on this bench. Mm-hmm. You know, keg stand and the handmaiden. You know what I mean? You know, what did they do besides run up gambling debts and join a cult? I mean, it's just this blatant level of disrespect, you know, especially because she's a woman of color. It's just, ugh. and the fact and that she still, has to it's sit still there, ongoing, right? Damn, like I knew it would be the longest one in history for us. And when this airs, it may still be going. We don't know. They may have all the time in the world, and it's insane. Uh, where was my point before she ran from me? Where were you? Point. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, wow. Oof, ADHD has gone to hell. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, one of the things that is most impressive, even though, like, obviously, we were supposed to sit here and talk about comments, but we've talked about those. So I do want to mention that I'm so absolutely astounded by just the, the strength that it takes to sit there while you are being barded for 13, 14, 16 hour days and remain completely unbroken and unfazed. While you're being attacked, and then you can put that footage of her right next to Brett Kavanaugh while he's like bawling and has snot rolling down his face and throwing things and just acting a complete child, and then still got the job. But they're gonna try to find some reason why maybe she's too emotional or the fact that she's a mother would interfere with it, or she's on a school board. I don't know if that's a conflict of interest. All this just just this bullshit. Also, some pre ooh. You have to cut that out. But anyways, also Supreme Court justices should not serve for a lifetime. That is a ridiculous idea. And that needs to be abolished <laughs> as soon yeah. as possible. We There's no other that. job on the planet that you get a job and that's it. The only thing that can get you fired from that job is dying. It's ridiculous. How absolutely yeah. asinine. That's that's something we need to update for sure. And and it's also like we got to standardize the hearing process, right? Mm -hmm. This is why we need standardization in place because there are people in the world that will treat others differently. And unfortunately, we have to have a check in place for that because it's unreasonable for this woman to undergo a 28 hour interrogation. For lack of a better word, she's being crucified on live TV. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I can't turn away because I have to go through this with her. You know, I, I just, I feel that way. I feel that I have to be with her during this time, you know, and I'm sure many black women in America and all over feel the exact same way. Like we, we have to go through this, unfortunately. And I knew that we would get whipped coming up and down the hill uh, because unfortunately for black women, we are the least, um, worthy in American eyes. Um, the, the black male is worth more. Um, 
that's just the way it is. So it's 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 tough. See, we're all just silent. I just wish I could hear this conversation. <laughs> Ma'am. I just love I just go, love watching. It's go like, play I with your watching, dad. I love watching parenting. Period. Uh huh. Watching people Girl. parent. Honestly, it's one of. It's one of my favorite things in the world is to watch Ahsoka and Maria have conversations. It's hysterical. We'll get on the phone calls and then it'll just go for about 15, 20 minutes of our conversation about peanut butter with Ahsoka. Mm. Uh, because she has a lot of opinions and she, she feels does. very strongly about them. Mm-hmm. And she will do her very best to reason around them. And if that doesn't work, she'll just say it again. <laughs> right. I would. You know what? I think I saw that tactic used in the hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, just, ah, uh, you have to, the patience, you know, just like even like Hillary had to sit there for how long mm-hmm. to listen to all that bullshit years ago. You know, she's just like, you know, it's just like the, the patience of Judge Jackson just to, ah, uh, like, it's, that there's some strength right there. You right. Know, not to either get pissed off or to start breakdown crying, you know, it's just right. like. Every question is an insult. Like, mm-hmm. would we, do we need more or less police? Like, that's an eighth grade essay question what are you doing like you're insulting with these silly questions and, and, like, and Mike, i don't is, sit there yeah a judge doesn't go there and go we need more a judge we need more police that's not her job like she She's doesn't get to commissioner they love to pull this like, well when you were a public defendant you did your job correctly why'd you do your job correctly i don't they don't want an answer because the idea is just to confuse it because you know, we've got cameras in there, and that's another thing that needs to go. It's like C-SPAN should just disappear because, like, politics are not a media event. They should not be a media event where people can bring in their blown-up poster boards of the racist Visual baby aid. and be like, just to, now, can you explain to me why this baby is a racist? And she's like, sir, I didn't read the book. I didn't write the book. I'm not in charge of the book. And it's like, but why does the book exist? I want you to tell me as a Supreme Court judge, don't you think this is awful? It's just, it's ridiculous to me. And the only person who needed a visual aid was him. To be fair, if he had made it to the end of the book, he may have learned something. Like, I know that he got to about that page and was like, oh, I'm tired. Like, the audiobook wore him out. He was too busy trying to find a natural disaster in Texas to flee from. Like, the man does not have any fucking foot to stand on to tell anybody anything. Uh, but that's fifth in some Montana of... airport. He doesn't uh, well in airports. Nope. Can't behave himself anywhere. We can't have nice things at all. I mean, just go, just, I love it. The other cops come after him, but it's just this, you know, that there, Ben, you said this a while ago in one of our early discussions, and I, I have found it to be so true, is they're consistently rewriting the narrative. Yep. And they have been winning. And this is what's scary mm-hmm. is because they can sit there and twist it and turn it to the point where, like, they're making it us versus them. You know, they are the ones achieving the polarization. You know, we're not sitting here going, deciding who or what can have certain freedoms. We're not sitting there. You know, we're not taking away people's ability to vote. We're not telling people what bathroom to use. You know, we're not, we're not dictating, you know, what parents should or shouldn't do to love their children. You know, we're not doing that. But yet these people are the ones who get to to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. And they've had hundreds of years of doing so. And when you've got that down to a fine art, you know how to phrase everything. Uh, if I remember when we were having that same conversation, 
Uh, I know that we talked about the the fact that that conservative, that ultra conservative, almost cult like part of American politics has such a brilliant knowledge of like marketing when it comes to language. Like they know how to spin it so that it sounds like you would be unreasonable to say anything against it because they get. Oh, did first. you hear the new term? Did you hear the new term? I've been following oh. in the abortion argument lately. Pre-born. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have never, and even the governor in Idaho started using that term and I'm seeing it more and more and more, but they're now pushing this because they're trying to get like personhood, you know, this whole Janet Porter personhood before birth type of thing. Mm -hmm. This is what this pre-born is leading into. This is, that's the next stage after this. So I, that you're right. It is the marketing. It is the buzzwords. It is this terminology where, you know, it's like this word grooming is starting to come back again uh -huh. and they're going to start honing on that, you know, caravans, what have you know, mm -hmm. you know, Wuhan or, or whatever, or, but just it's, ah, they love to come. Like, we're just trying to stop child endangerment and like child abuse and uh, like, sexual assault and like of course nobody in their right mind is going to sit there and look you in the face and be like no i think that is a bad idea but what you're actually doing is you're wrapping up your ridiculousness in something that seems a little bit more palatable like they're taking the pill Trans wrapping it up yep. in a little piece of cheese and then giving it to the dog like yep. at the end of the day all it is is we would like control how can we do it? And it's really interesting because you can follow the way that the American church got on the abortion issue and exactly who was in charge of marketing that to them because the church did not really have any stance on it beforehand. Uh, but it became a hot button issue because it was marketed correctly to the church. And then at some point it was marriage equality. Uh, and then that now I guess it's going to be with gender equality again. I don't know. Like I don't have... I don't have the energy for what, how they're going to spin that one. Like you're going to go to school and your kid is going to get like, like T blockers or something. Like what's going on people. It's in the chocolate milk. Oh, okay. I mean, Eric the, Adams wants to ban it out of schools in New York. Right. You know, I mean, I know that we've been warned about it before because Alex Jones was on top of it when the water was making the fricking frogs gay. So oh, they might yeah. want to bring him in as an educated expert. I mean, Apparently he knows what's real and what's not real. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good qualification there, you know? I personally yeah. don't take any news as truth unless it looks like a man with a face like a wart. Like, he looks like a pustule ready to be lanced at any moment. Yeah, yeah, that's a... Yeah. But yeah, anyways, we're tired. That's that's what this conversation is about. Too tired. We're all Alex, just too tired. Too tired. Phallic objects shaped like Alex Jones for 200, please. <laughs> A racist weeble who does wobble and fall down eventually. <laughs> it just feels like we're headed. Like I know after they're done with y'all, Jim Crow's coming for us. Uh -huh. I, I know. I know it's on the way. It's the next thing is is Jim Crow, and they're gonna try to package it as like um, they're they're making decisions for us in our best interest. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what's gonna happen. And they will call it something like the Dr. Martin Luther King Bill. Because you know they will. Because they have done nothing but twist that man's words since he was around in one way or the other. And now that's their, their magical savior who cured racism that one time. And it wasn't it nice and wasn't it fun that now there are no more racists. Uh, and anyone who says that there's racism is just trying to stir the pot. Like, oh yeah, we're being woke. You know, we're, we're not allowed to. Yeah, that's a fun one. Of it because we're woke. There's too much wokeness. 
Remember that time Michelle Obama said that slaves built the White House because that's just a thing that happened and she was using it in the context of a, a sentence and they flipped the hell out being like, how very dare she mention that? Those slaves were very happy. They enjoyed it. They loved they that house. They were singing zippity doo the whole time. Mm-hmm. They stopped hey, halfway through to do a dance. Schools. The slaves were happy. Uh-huh. I just, it's, you know, I'm so worried. I so worry where this is going next. I really do because, you know, I'm, I'm freaking out. Like, if we lose the House and the Senate in 2004, there's a Republican, pre- 2024, there's a Republican president. Mm-hmm. It, it gets because very, you know they're going to be nasty. passing, they're passing all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. All this stuff you start to see, states are just laboratories. You've got Florida turning to a laboratory for authoritarianism mm-hmm. in DeSantis. You've got all these state legislatures. Once the Republicans get the three again, this stuff's coming through. Yep. And, you know, this model legislation's there. They iron out the kinks. They see what works, what doesn't work. And now they're going to try to push it on the federal level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to start seeing things get up to the Supreme Court. You know, I'm worried right now. I mean, I was already surprised with the one um, case. This is before the handmaiden arrived, too. But, you know, even Gorsuch. Mm-hmm. Um, the one um comstock uh, um it came um am stevens uh she passed away trans woman uh you know regarding employment mm-hmm. you know it's just, um and even gorshik voted with trans people but you know some of these things you know it's coming um you know i'm worried about the first trans case that starts hitting the supreme court and they've, they've swatted a couple down but it's just yeah it is it is I mean, a very uh, scary time. It's scary. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's exhausting. It's, like, it's, you know, this is what trauma is all about. Mm-hmm. I mean, trauma is sometimes not just a one thing, but it's a repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. I mean, I, it was no surprise. I mean, I was still surprised, but not surprised. When I mean, my therapist diagnosed me with PTSD and I can be like, okay, you know, it's, it's, makes sense but yet you go through this so much and you're worn down i mean and this is what they want you know they just want to keep wearing us down because they know you know they know we care too much when you don't care you fight dirty you'll do whatever it takes to win you know we're over here going we want to give everybody a chance Mm -hmm. you know we're trying to set the table right and yet this is what we're up against you know, and you're going to get the people asking, you know, Judge Jackson all these questions. And it's just, it's, it's frustrating. It really is. And if you're listening to this, which, you know, you're probably listening to this, if you can hear me. But if you are, you know, a, a white cisgender straight person, maybe, or maybe not all three of those at the same time. But maybe there's somewhere in that identity that you don't quite understand. And maybe it's hard to empathize with these conversations uh, if you think that we're kind of joking around and making light and talking about pies and that's this person looks like a wart uh, but at the end of the day like des is talking about there is so much trauma in america with being of any kind of a minority group like uh, I, I am white and male-ish presenting for the most part i get a lot of shit given to me that my other friends don't like i get more things handed to me than des does and Des may have more things handed to her on certain occasions than Maria and vice versa, depending on who knows what at what time. And that's there's a level of just tired trauma to that where we will make jokes about it and we'll kind of brush it off because at the end of the day, we can't really emotionally like 
internalize everything that's happening all the time. As like that says, there's hundreds of these cases going on. We can't follow every single one of them, even if we wanted to. We could not do it. And then from an emotional level, you can't handle all that information. And that's why they do it the way they do it is they bombard so that if it was one case, if this was Texas is the only thing happening, then of course all of attention is there, but it's Texas and Florida and Utah and Oklahoma and Arkansas and just Tennessee, Kentucky, South Dakota, I think is on that list now. It's, it's insane. Missouri. And that's why, that's why people like Aaron Reed, I mean, bless. Oh God, bless Aaron. She is on top of things. She is such a, Amount of knowledge when it comes to, you know, trans-related subjects, but her being on top of these cases, oh, I mean, man, I mean, the emotional just burnout has to be there at times. I just, oh, so much. Yeah, if you're not following Aaron, as her user or her handle Aaron is in the Aaron morn. in the morn, it's E R I N. You should be. If you just want to even keep yourself halfway abreast about these topics, because Aaron is out here doing the real work, uh, you know, we're sitting here talking about it because it's something that we we know about firsthand and we're trying to keep up with it. A lot of my information I, I see when I'm waking up because I'm seeing articles posted by Aaron and I'm following the news because she's exactly. out here doing the work. Uh, and like, she's, she's amazing and you really should give her a follow and you know, maybe don't bother her. She's a very busy lady, but you know, send some send some good thoughts and vibes her way because Absolutely. that is a, a lovely human being who is doing a lot mm-hmm. for a lot of people and helping us keep That's some correct. semblance of track of all of this stuff. Yep. Because yep. no one person should have to do this. No one person can do it. No, right. uh, and most of us yeah. don't have the time or emotional capacity to do so. Oh gosh, yeah, caring to write her experience out and to say what she went through and how everything went you know what she's putting on her uh you know she has this resource for um you know informed consent for Mm -hmm. those who are interested in hormone um you know hormone replacement therapy you know the work that she does there so i mean you know and then she's really involved in her church as well so i mean god i give it to her i mean it's just she's she's fantastic for the trans community she really is and i i love her so much uh, I, absolutely she's an absolute wonder uh you know assholes like me do not deserve her to be under the same umbrella but we are blessed and lucky to have her uh, if anything if there was anything positive out of this conversation please go give this lovely lovely lady a follow and at least just get more diverse voices in your life that way even if it's that you can't keep up with all this that's okay you have a million other things to do because that is life and you've got to keep rent paid and the kids fed and at school and all of that stuff at least just have it so that it's information that you you kind of see you made you just said something really interesting you know be able to listen to more diverse voices and it hit a tone even in my own life is because it wasn't until i came out that I truly felt more connected with marginalized communities. It was just like, you know, it truly is sometimes like, you know, the veil has been, you know, um, you know, it's been pulled off your face, you know, coming out. You know, I went from that whole cisgender, you know, evangelical, white, oh, don't even want to say that other last word, but mm-hmm. um, male-like type of person. And that's, you know, cool and hip as I thought I was. But yet I had my own, you know, I was very conservative. I was very much, you know, but still fighting my own 
what I was going through and what eventually led me to now. But yet it was after coming out and walking away from the church, did everything really change? And it took literally me being knocked down, you know, walked away from everything that I truly knew in my complete background before leading to the point where I'm going, oh my gosh, truly seeing what was all around me. And it's, it's, and because of that, you know, where it means just even to the last year and a half of being in contact with more people in the Star Wars community and finding a queer Star Wars community, you know, learning more and more that the need for voices or, you know, even my voice, I hate my voice because, you know, um, I, I, it's, uh, it's, it's such a, a fight, but yet I know that sometimes I may say something that may encourage one person, you know, if we listen to other people, we're going to find something in their words that will encourage us. And, you know, there is life beyond things that look like us, act like us, and believe like us, and love like us. There's more to this world. We just have to, you know, stop being assholes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very true. Ben touched on something that I think we we don't touch on normally on sisters and that's um we use humor as a coping mechanism right so we make a lot of jokes uh but it's because we're we're trying to deal with this world that isn't for us like it just isn't built for us and we're not supposed to be part of it so humor for me personally with the things that i struggle with i know that humor is one of the ways that i Humor is one of the ways that I deal with, you know, the stress and the pressure, because if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. And I can't do that because I have someone that I have to, you know, play with and feed and bathe and shower and, and put to bed, hopefully soon. <laughs> Thank you to my two lovely guests. Um, where can they follow you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Ben is the worst. Ben is spelled B-Y-N because I'm a ridiculous person, and that is a ridiculous spelling. Ooh. Uh, you can find my main uh, Twitter account. You can find me there at, at Whistler. Uh, if you want to get all my Star Wars whatnot and most some of my uh, dorkiness, uh, you can find me at, at LooksJediToMe. Um, if you're interested in some of my mindless uh, ramblings in the uh, form of writing, uh, you can find my page at uh, DanaStinson.com. And also listen to Sithy Minutes because I don't mean oh, you plugged them, but also minutes. that's right. That's it. That. Oh my God. That's it. Yes, I got this. Andres, I'm sorry, dear. I'm sorry. Okay, please forgive me. You can that. So you could listen to Andres, myself, and our co our other two co-hosts, uh, Paula and Roberto. You can find us over at Sithy Minutes. So please. Give us a listen. Thank you guys so much. Of course. I love you both very, very, very much. Stay safe. Uh, thank yep. you both of you for this invite. I really appreciate it so much. Absolutely. You got to come Bye, back Soka. on. And now back to the show. It's so petty. They're fighting about shit that like, I mean, trans rights matter. But I mean, it's just like, why are we fighting about this? Just fucking like, why are we worried about it's this? A non it's just issue. so stupid. Like people. And, and they're appealing to these, like, like the conservatives, they're appealing to these bases that are so minuscule, like shut the fuck up and let's move forward. Because also it's so funny too, because these Republicans that support these senators that are so anti any progressive movement to, to help people with healthcare and schooling, education, all that shit. Like 
They're the ones that literally sabotage it. Like the Southern United States is the most disease, like unhealthy and uneducated part of the country. And they don't care. They would just rather vote for people that want to keep them that way. Because guess what? It makes them keep going to McDonald's and these people keep making their money. Well, it's because <sighs> the conservatives, there's a lot of white, like white supremacist undertones. And so like they get people who are like, who don't have access to a lot of things that wealthy people have, who have like lower education because they couldn't get access to it. Like basically voting against their own interests because these people in power are always just like they oh, tell the Democrats them, are gonna take your guns. The the Democrats are gonna take your guns. You should worry about that instead of what's well, not just about that. Me. It's just like you don't want these fucking black people and Mexicans living off the government, blah blah blah. And it's just like, yeah, I hate black people and Mexicans, so I'll vote against free healthcare. Right. Even though, as a poor person who works a minimum wage job, I would benefit from having free health care. Right. Because a like third of your children these are lazy millennials, anyway, and they need that health care. These lazy millennials want a fifteen like hour minimum, fifteen dollar per hour minimum wage. Like, yeah, I fucking hate the millennials. They need to work harder. I'm not going to vote for this. Like, yeah, that's always the tactic: is they just generalize the other side. And that's good enough. Uh-huh. Or they just pick, like, they use racism and, like, general bigotry to, like, divide. It's hard to talk politics on a True. Saturday night. So, listeners, we're, if we're not we're making Sunday sense. Morning, poor rural, rural white people and urban and people of color in urban areas have more in common regarding needs than the people in charge would have us think. Because there are people who stand to benefit from that division. Yep. Like both socially and financially. Yep. And you sit here and you put your faith and your money in the pockets of politicians that you have nothing in common with. You have nothing in fucking common with Ted Cruz. You have nothing fucking in common with fucking with Donald Trump. And you sit here and you act like this is your brother. Like, it's crazy. It's, it's so wild. It's fucking crazy. Because your lifestyle is nothing like that and lifestyle. Yeah, because... Hell no. These politicians, most of them were born rich, and their daddies were born rich, and their their grandfathers were born rich, and, they're, and they have nothing in, col- in common with you. Like, they could afford to go into politics. That's why they can say, that's why they can say, oh, will you just work harder? Yeah, working harder works if you have money in the room. Yeah, and you okay? know people. You can take risk when you got something right. You got on. connections. You yeah. know people. It works for you. It doesn't work like that for everybody. And that's what we're saying when we're talking about mm-hmm. systemic racism. Right? There are hurdles that we mm-hmm. have to overcome that they will never even understand. Right? right. Not even systemic racism. Just systemic oppression Hello. in general. So yeah, systemic. Yeah, like fuck. Like, why am I getting charged? It's just, yes, we we punish people for being poor. We punish people for being women. We punish people for being black. We punish people for being Mexican. Yes, systemic oppression mm-hmm. affects all those oppressed and punishes them for being oppressed. Like if I get an, if my bank account gets overdrafted, why are you charging Taking me $35? Why are you charging me money 
when I don't for not having money. Like, what the fuck? How does that make sense? Liv, you should have thought about that. Because country poor people. You should have thought about that before you decided to be poor, Liv. I know. You made the choice to be poor, and now you have to live with that. If you wanted money, you just should have been born a rich white man, but you decided not to be. So that's what you get for choosing to be alive at this point in (laughs) time. Do you want to hear something funny? Yeah. One time I had to do this like poverty simulator for school one time. I went to a white private Christian school. Good Lord. And 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 for one of my classes, I had to do like this simulator. I, I don't know what it was about exactly, but I just know like the premise of it was that like I'm a single mom. And I've got $500 for the week. And then like, I have to make all these choices so that I like, so the user can conceptualize what it means to be like poor. And I said, why do I have to do this for school? I do this on a daily basis. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I was like, what? Why are, why is this a simulator? Like, look at my bank account. Like what? $500 a week. Like, Yes, like right. that's what they mean. I'm black. Can like, I be excused? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I literally almost raised my hand and went like, are, but you know, like they have white people doing these simulators to see what it's like to be poor. That's how privileged people are. Mm. And and like that's why I, I don't know. Like I feel like the masses should be enraged by shit like that. Like you should be enraged that your congressman has to do a fucking a VR headset simulator on what it's like to be to live on five hundred dollars and choose between putting gas in your car and buying diapers for your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the reality for most people. Like, Wait, in the for the simulator, were you a were you a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids but never stops? Yes, a single I mom was. who works two jobs, who loves kids but never stops. i'm a survivor oh boy (laughs) i'm a strong black woman because i really don't have a choice right because i have to make money i have to feed my daughter i have to be able to take care of myself right so what are my options Mm -hmm. i don't have another option you know i would i would love to like fall apart and have somebody catch me you know, that would be great. Like, I would love to be open and honest with somebody and and just share with them, like, all of the things I have to go through in a day. When I tell my manager I want to be a manager and they laugh at me, you know, when I um, go all the way through the interview process and then get told I, I'm not the right candidate, there were more qualified candidates, and I spent a decade on my job, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wish that there was somebody in my life that I could... I could fall apart too, but I don't have that person. You know, I don't have a choice. I, I'm always on. I'm always on. Let mama let you know. Mama's still trying. I can't get no days off. I don't get no days off. And I don't have anybody that I can be vulnerable with. So. Yeah, you do. We're yeah, right you guys are great, but somebody Aww. that's going to hold me, you know, I, I don't have that in my life. So it's like, I have no other choice. It's it's not that we want to be strong. It's that there's nothing else for us. There's really, this is yeah, it. Like, and if we didn't have this goddamn have show, then what would we have? You know, we all we got. We just, we would just have to keep on trucking and gritting our teeth until we get what we want to see in Star Wars. 
Mm-hmm. That's why we We're just we all we got to be there. For we each are other. all we fucking got. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, strong black woman, whatever, whatever. But it's like we want to be other things too. Like I, I would love to be rescued every once in a while, but I ain't got it like mm-hmm. that. You know, I gotta rescue myself and my babies because I ain't got it like that. You know, I would love to have somebody and and hear what I'm saying and believe me. That's the worst part is when you come home. And you tell somebody what happened and they don't even fucking believe you because you made it to supervisor. So it must be okay. You got your raise. You're good. And I'm just supposed to be a a happy Negro and I'm supposed to shut up and sit down because I can't have dreams. No, I can't want more. I can't want better for my daughter. You know, I should be happy with what I've got. And it, it truly felt like that moment in The Princess and the Frog where they're just like, Evening, Mr. Fenner. And, and Mr. Fenner. Fine smelling beignets. Going to be the house specialty once I sign those papers y'all brought. Yes. About that. Um, you out, did. What? A, a fella came in, offered the full amount in cash. Unless you can top his offer by Wednesday. You can kiss that place goodbye. You know how long it took me to save that money? Exactly. Which is why a little woman of your background would have had her hands full trying to run a big business like that. You're better off where you're at. Now, wait a minute. Love those beignets, though. Now, now hold on there. This shit ain't got nothing to do with Star Wars. I'm sorry, y'all. No, you deserved that promotion. And honestly, it's not your fault that the administration is so short-sighted like if you they cannot see that how qualified you are how hard you work how you motivate people then that's their fucking problem they don't want the best but you are the best i know it's hard in this world to like or like when you get in this position it's hard to think that like someone will see you but someone will fucking see you and they will value that it's just about finding it it's like love you know what i mean like it's not always. I haven't been real lucky easy, with like, that we'll one find either. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have neither of those no, no, no. Yo, you have That's Marshall. True. There's love there. Yeah, you have That's us. That's true. I've loved him all my life. In your dreams, you're drowning. I just walked in and saved you. I'm your alternate escape route. The altar you pray to. Your ultimate savior. Your behavior is altered. Ain't your fault because I made you. Brainwash and persuade you. Gibraltar, your faithful never falls a waiver when you call to in danger. I'm your guardian angel. Nobody can tell you shit you've already made. You mind just follow me, babe. You won't be something you stay to. Always ride, whatever the plan is to the end. Even if I let us into an ambush, even if we rob the first national and cops caught us red handed, they're coming at us and we're trapped with our pants up against the wall and it's too tall. You can't hold me or hold the ladder for me. Stay back to get captured. Take the fall. You make it all worth it. Baby doll, you're perfect. The way you are, accidents happen. All I know is you love me. That's really all that matters in any who cross a path of just collateral damage. We love you. I love you. you guys too. I really do. You guys help keep me sane. And I love you. I can't wait to see Mel in person and just hug her. Yeah, me too. Be dope. Where's my ticket at, friend? Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, at least now we're at friend. So we're going to. We're slowly moving in the right direction. I'm a recommend listener if you're still listening um, to watch the Beauty of Blackness on HBO Max. Um, it's a really dope documentary about the history of fashion fair makeup, which was the first ever black makeup uh, made for black women. And um, I always wondered what happened to fashion fair. So it's a really interesting story if you 
ever read Jet or, you know, Ebony, you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, it was like a Bible <laughs> that showed up on my mom's doorstep every week or whatever. That was how I found out about uh, Brandy Cinderella. Was She was on the cover of Jet with Whitney Houston. That was a big deal. We just had the tape in our house. That movie right? slapped. Who is the casting director for slapped. that movie? Because they should be working on Star Wars. That's what we need. Honestly. That's really what we need. Or they just need to have Kenneth Branagh to d- direct more movies. Mm, I just, um, yeah. So check out Fashion Fair. Um, I'll put some pictures on um, with the foundation. Meanwhile, Megan is running circles around everybody. She's selling sweet potato pie. She's selling pecan pie. She's doing a virtual reality concert. Like she's doing next level shit. She is so hot. And ain't asking for nobody's permission. I love it. I love to see it. When she said real hot girl shit, she meant it. She sure did. Yeah, buddy. And that's what we have to do. She's we just gorgeous. have to run and take it because they're not going to give it to us. They're not going to hand us anything. They're not going to ask us for anything. We just have to go and do it. Even the people who are supposed to be on her side are in her way. Right? Her label just is fucking her. They didn't want her to do a, a song with BTS when they're at what? the height of their pop. No, mm-hmm. they didn't want to release it. They didn't want her to do it. They said it would be bad for her image. I was like, What? Dude, that would have been badass. No, she did do the song with them. Well, they need to release that shit. They, they did it. release it. The Butter Remix featuring Megan the Stallion. Oh. It's cute. And they might hop on a track of hers in the near future. That would be fire. It would be we fire. We need more cross-pollination with the black community and Asian communities overall. We Look, we got to squash do. this and we got to move on. Mm-hmm. We got to get together. We need to fight the yeah, real enemy. We, we got to get together. We got to do some Power Rangers shit. And you get over here. And I'm going to get over here. Because <laughs> we got to fight this white man over here. We in this together. We need to fight the real enemy. The we enemy. have more in common. This has been Sisters with Sabres. Closing thoughts, people? Um, Obi-Wan looks really good. Jane Campion. Bright star does not mean you can diss black women in my face. Shut the fuck up. White men, shut the fuck up forever challenge. I dare you to just shut the fuck up forever. Please. Also, hashtag fuck Eurocentric beauty standards. Mm-hmm. I may be ugly, but I'm also hot. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to laugh. I needed to Put that on a t-shirt. Put that I on will. a sticker. Hand those I may be ugly, but I'm not as ugly as you. <laughs> Hand those out during celebration. That'll go over well. <laughs> it's a good thing I'll need no favors. At least, at least I wash my ass with mm. the washcloth. Whole body, mm-hmm. legs too. Yeah, gotta <laughs> do the legs and the back. Your neck. Wash your back. Your neck and the feet. Back. Wash your pussy and Ow. your crack. <laughs> <laughs> Although, be careful, the vagina is self-cleaning. Yeah. So you don't need to put yeah, soap in there. Don't put no jade rock in yeah. there. Don't put soap in there. You mm-hmm. don't need to douche. This is a public service announcement. You do not need to douche. That was mm-hmm. made up by a man. Don't fuck up your pH. Some... That was made up. Do not fuck up your pH for that for that man. Just don't. He's not worth it. He's not worth it. He's not worth the bacterial right? vaginosis. And drink water. <laughs> like, check this out. If you you drink water every day, you hydrate yourself, 
you'll have less issues with that too. Mm-hmm. And please don't smoke. Eat healthy. This has been your public health service announcement from the Sisters with Sabres. Mm-hmm. We do support a sister, but now we're supporting you by telling you to eat healthy, drink water. You're beautiful. But don't restrict your diet. Mm-hmm. We don't do restrictive diets here. Okay? No. Thank you and good night. Bye. If you want that Butterfinger, drink that. I said drink that. Eat that fucking Butterfinger. It's not going to kill you. Goodbye. Look, I did. I had a little pity party. I ate ice cream, but I got to get back on it because celebration coming. Mel, what do you got? Um, Let's set our next Star Wars show on another planet, please. Honestly. <laughs> that part. Elon Musk has one single point, and that is that we need to leave Earth. I will leave. He needs to be left here. We can take SpaceX. That would be dope to hijack that. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Elon Musk. And that has been Sisters with Sabres, the <laughs> podcast where we fucking hate rich one percenters. Thanks for joining us. And remember, it ain't going to eat itself. Mm-hmm.